Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. We're up to episode three of Chronomaly, which has been very exciting so far. Yes, you didn't say it's getting weird. It's not getting weird. Oh, it's been very success. exciting. Uh, I think in the last post-show episode, we really started to like crack into what might be the, the secret twist of the series. So we'll see if which we're right. Which isn't great for me for no, episode two. Just don't change it. Don't pull a loss. Oh, no, absolutely not. Um, so we're up to episode three. Uh, and we have more time travel, more escape rooms, more puzzles that Danny has created just because she wanted to. She was just bored one day and came up with an escape room, so we figured we'd record it. Uh, you don't know how much of a burden this is. Every episode we have guests on to play through the room, solve the puzzles, and lord their intelligence over Danny, because by solving <laughs> an escape room, you're beating Danny at her own game. And this episode, uh, we have a special guest who was also in Descent of the Culladins. Welcome back to the show, Jason Ritter. Hi, Jason. Oh. Hello, I'm very excited to be back. Uh, it's, it's very good to have you. Now, uh, we also have someone that I'm sure listeners of the show will remember. Be this is of. now your fifth episode, our in-house player, Pat, my brother. The hey, prodigal son of the Sunderland family has returned. That's definitely how I would characterize <laughs> yes, it. Yes, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Uh, so Pat and Jason are going to play The Room. Uh, I obviously, I can't be playing. I playtested it. And I'm an old scientist, man. So how could I possibly be in the room? Canonically, Doc Bill can't do another time travel. So yeah, true, uh, true. I got to stay home. Which means, Pat, sorry, after this one, neither can you. You're out for the rest oh, of the season. No. Oh. I was hoping to get the Big Ten and then I get the free sandwich. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have to wait. Jason, uh, we've given you an introduction on a previous episode. But Jason is an actor. You may, if you've seen uh, Raising Dion on Netflix, you'll have seen him. If you've been watching A Million Little Things, if you enjoy Gravity Falls, if you saw Frozen 2, uh, if, you've, if you stalk Jason in LA, you've probably seen him around his home. Uh, <laughs> Jason, you're also a, a, a big uh, escape room fan. We did an escape room with you, actually, uh, last yes, time we, we were did. in LA, which was great fun. Uh, do you want to give like really a rundown fun. of your escape room experience? My first escape room was several years ago, I think, and I did not get out, and it put me off escape rooms for a while. Uh, and, and then only recently um, did I, I start to, uh, to, to, or actually maybe about two or three years ago, uh, my group of friends started to get really into escape rooms, and I felt the little inner escape room enthusiast in me blossom and uh, and grow into the full-blown obsessive that I am today um and uh, you know I I think I think there's a certain language to escape rooms that maybe the first couple times you, you're doing in the escape room you don't quite I kept on getting lost in the weeds I would see a, a book on a shelf and I'd yep. you know we'd go and be like there's a there's a problem in the in the type you know in the font on page 300 that's gotta mean something you're like okay, that's not, you don't I have to was... work that hard I was so embarrassed at looking back at the first escape room that I did. You weren't there. Um, but there were just three pictures on the wall, and they were just decorative pictures. Mm. But I just stared at them for about 20 minutes straight, and then we went forward to the next room. We made it through to the next one. And I just walked back out and stared at those pictures again for a while. <laughs> I, think, I think that's one of those like clear indication of someone who's kind of new to escape rooms is once you found a four-digit code, it's like, there are there are four pictures on the wall and three tables and two chairs mm. and a light. Put in four three two one into the code. Yep. It's like, right, it's not, exactly. You can't just count things. <laughs> yeah, There's exactly. four players and we're each twenty years old. Put twenty twenty twenty. Yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, and Pat, I'm sure we've talked about this many, many times since yeah. we've been on the show so often. You've done more escape rooms with us than you have in real life, haven't you? I haven't done any escape rooms without you present. Mm. Unless you count that big escape room that we like to call life. You know? Oh, I've mastered that one. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm, I Speak for yourself. I'm not trying to escape from that even a little bit. <laughs> True, that, the escape that room called life, that's, that's got a more implication. Dour, that's got a dour quality to yeah. it. Uh, no, yeah, I've, uh, I've done a few both in real life with you guys and in this uh, magical podcast world that we like to call life. <laughs> oh, God, I get that. Uh, but no, uh, I'm, I'm hardly a master. But I'd like to think that I'm at least a journeyman. A journeyman of yeah. person. Perfect. Beautiful. Um, and, of course, this is also tabletop role-playing. Uh, and, Pat, I know that you've done a lot of tabletop role-playing stuff. I don't. Um, I'm, I'm trying to shush it up. People, people you're a think big I'm old cool. Nerd. People think I'm cool. A you can't ruin my, you know. <laughs> the, the listeners at home don't know, but I've got arms the size of tree trunks. It's true. I'm just lifting this entire table above my head. Jason, Jason can vouch for that. (laughs) I can see it. They're giant. I don't know how you walk around. Tree trunk is not as uh, convenient. Well, you should see his legs. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) Jason, what is your tabletop role playing experience? Has it changed Um, since you were last on the show? No, it's. I think it's about the same, and depending on how honest I was last time. (laughs) Uh, but no i mean i i was incredibly into it um as a kid and uh, i basically i had a group of friends at every lunch at school in elementary school we'd go around and uh, we'd you know we'd sit set it all up and i had my character sheet and i had my own dice bag and uh um, no dice just the bag yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I had my dice bag just in case anyone wanted to donate a, a die or two. Um, I had my prize possession was a 100-sided die that was basically a sphere that was very hard to tell. First of all, you could you had to really be careful because you could just roll it and it would roll for quite a while. <laughs> until it finally stopped. And then the you kids had to next to you would think you've started playing marbles. Yeah. <laughs> basically like that. You had to stand directly over it, and it was kind of hard to tell which tiny little circle was at the very top of the die because each side was very <laughs> small. But anyway, I, I loved it. And then I, I I haven't done a lot of tabletop playing games in, in my 30s, uh, I'm sad to say. Uh, but I still oh. love it, and uh, if I ever were to find a, a game, I would, I would go back to playing it in a heartbeat. And just, again, for the listener uh, at home, Jason has arms the size of tree trunks. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. Finally, yeah, no worries. Tells the truth. It's wild. They That's... must have to have makeup on set to reduce <laughs> how they look. Yeah, to, <laughs> I don't to, know how that even to make it look like human flesh instead of bark. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Paint yeah. half of it like whatever you're standing in front of, so yeah. it just looks <laughs> exactly. like it's behind. And then paint an arm yeah. onto the part that they. Say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, lovely. Well, I think we're probably about ready to get going, unless Danny. Has I'm lost all of that. her notes. Everyone good? Everyone got pen and paper? Yes. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. You follow your phone's directions to Doc Bill's place on Twin Pines Road. He sounded very stressed when he called to ask you for help with his science experiment, and you are only too glad to help. Hey, if you do a good job, maybe he'll push your B-plus in his class up to an A. That'll please your parents. You enter his lab and find not only Doc Bill, but also David, Lisa, Tommy, and other Patrick from school. They're the top students in physics. Wow, does Doc Bill consider you as talented and helpful as them? That's so cool. All right, let's find out what your duties are. It's my assistant, Greg. You know Greg? Uh, No, uh, he's a university student. Maybe if you hurried up and graduated already, you'd have met him. 
See, he went into my time machine, and now he's jumping around the time stream like a frog in an arcade game. Back and forth, all over the place. And it's our job to not let him get squished. I believe that the alterations he's making to the timeline are causing existential tears that are making it difficult for him to return. We have to fix his mistakes and find him. He ushers you into his time machine, hands you a fancy time-travel-assisting watch, and heads to his computer. He types a few things and talks at you as the time machine's door automatically closes. The latest mistake Greg's made, according to this readout, is he's gotten somebody arrested. Being imprisoned is no laughing matter in any time, but in some eras, this could have dire consequences for the individual indeed. I don't know exactly what you'll be able to do to help in this case, especially if there's a language barrier. But do your best! And with that, you find yourself zooming through the vacuum of space-time. Hell yeah. Woo! When you stop, your, your brain hurts <laughs> like it's been forced through a car wash of some sort. But you're no longer in the lab. Instead, you're... Oh, it looks like you're in jail. Oh. Hmm. I mean, it, it's nothing like a modern prison. It looks almost like a large stone and wood shack that's been repurposed with three small cells lined up against the west wall. You're in the middle one. And you're not alone. We're not alone. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, who's, who's with us? Uh, there's a girl standing in here with you, maybe in her late teens. And she's clearly just seen you appear out of nowhere. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hello, what's your name? Luckily, it seems like she speaks English. Good start. She does, a small <laughs> she does a small informal curtsy with her hands behind her back. Mary O'Neill, pleasure to meet you, witches. Uh, witches. Witches. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I think we may okay. be around Salem. Yes, in... A certain year. A certain perhaps. year that shall <laughs> remain numberless. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah, the interesting part is you clearly heard her just speak with an Irish accent, and historically, I'd say you're, you're kind of experts in this matter, mm -hmm. Ireland did not get hit so much by witch trials, yeah, like where really. other people had thousands, possibly tens of thousands or more victims. Ireland has registered single digits. Oh. They just didn't mind so much for whatever reason. So you ask okay. her, like, okay, what's going on? And she answers a bit grimly. Oh, I see you witches are all powerful but not all knowing. All right. We're actually in the village of Kilkirk, Scotland. Oh. I know, I don't belong here. I've, tri I've tried living here for a while, but they've been making that perfectly clear, haven't they? You make a few jokes about fairy folk, and suddenly everyone here thinks the Irish girl is a witch come to scare them. I've been arrested for doing something to the jailer's wife, uh, Sean McSomething. I thought he was Irish, but apparently not. Uh, his wife, Jen McSomething, yes, I, I supposedly did something to her. Uh, I didn't really pay their names much mind. Everyone here is McSomething. So if you could use that real magic of yours to help me get out of here before Sean McSomething comes back to hang me, I'd much appreciate it. All right. At least you're in the right place. Although it would be much easier to free Mary if you were on the outside of the cell. Mm. So you, mm. you have a look around. And just because I wanted to put myself through more accent trouble, I guess, <laughs> Mary gives you a verbal tour. Ah, fantastic. Here we are in the middle of the three cells. As you can see, they've left us a flaming torch for warmth. Or maybe it's a warning because, you know, in some places they actually burn witches rather than hang them. Have you heard that? Oh, oh, yes. No, no, I haven't, Mary. Oh, good, good witch voice, Pat. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of my magic spells. 
Now, there's a big patch of moss growing in that upper corner of our cell, which is rather unpleasant. Uh, in the top cell, so you can see we've just got bars separating us. So in that top cell, you can see through, there's a plate of food left behind from one of the last prisoners. In the mm. bottom cell, um, oh, there, there's just a rat. Charming. Oh, I can't believe these people go so far as to, to arrest a rat. That's 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 cruel. I know. I wonder what he did. <laughs> so, yeah, right. We should we should ask him for his war story. It's Radigan, so. the world's it's most famous a, criminal rat. Rat witch. Oh, I um, bet his tiny little handcuffs are adorable. Though. <laughs> oh, look at his tiny little handcuffs. Yeah. So, if you look at the south wall, you'll see that's the front door that actually goes out of this place, right in the middle of it. And just to its right, as you can see, that's a small window. And on the other side of the door, there's a big book. It's just sitting on the ground. Isn't that weird? Can you two read? I, I never learned. I hope you can. Oh, yes, uh, I can read. Yeah. yeah. Oh, brilliant. Witchcraft! <laughs> <laughs> and you see that big table in the middle of the room. Uh, yeah. It has all of the supposed evidence against me. Ooh. Oh. Oh, and over in the upper east corner, you see that pot? That, that's full of gunpowder. Ah. And, and hanging on the east wall is Sean McSomething's musket and then his sword. Oh, and uh, there's one more problem, as you can see. And she turns around, or tries to, because remember how when she gave you that little curtsy, her hands were behind her back? Um, mm -hmm. That was not by choice. Uh, she's handcuffed, and those handcuffs uh, uh, attached oh. to one of the bars on the wall. Ooh. Cool. I mean, this should be easy, right? Just yeah. get out quickly, or all three of you will probably get hanged. <laughs> so just to be clear, because I think my I, my drawings are a little uh, confusing. So the the table with all the stuff, the book, mm -hmm. the door, the window, and the musket, sword, and the pot of gunpowder are all outside of the cell. Correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, I oh, I wish we could use our magic, but it's I'm I'm all out of magic at this point. I'm so, so tired. Like yeah, from, it's just it's not a good day for me to do yeah. magic. I mean, yeah. she, we appeared here, so obviously she knows we're we're magic. But yeah, that was embarrassing. I, I like the reveal of that, but she already knows. It's yeah, she already knows. So we don't um, have to prove it, but also, yeah, we're both pretty tired. Can't use. So we'll just have yeah, to figure exactly. out what we can do with our bare yeah. hands. Yeah, using the old brain magic, the magic yeah. of rational <laughs> logic <thought>. and coolness. <laughs> um, All right. Well, uh, yeah. Where do you want to start? Why don't we check out the table with the evidence on it just to see what our friend here has been accused of. See, yeah. is she really friend or is she foe? Mm, yeah. I'm insulted. Yeah, we don't know that, you know, the rich trials have got a bad rep in history, but maybe they caught a few real ones. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's no witches now. That's true. So... All right, so as far as you can see, obviously there's a bit of distance between you and the table and you can't get a good look. Uh, you can see that there are a few things laid out on top of it. You can see that there's a broom, for one thing. There's a plate. There might be a piece of paper. And there's some sort of case, like just a small wooden case. Right. You mm. can't really see much detail about it from here. All right, well. Should we hmm. grab the torch so that we could see a little bit more? Or should we at least check out the torch? Is that within yeah, our yeah. reach? From the small amount of light that's coming in from the small window, it looks sort of late afternoonish. So it's dim, but you're not struggling to see. But I yeah, see. if you want, you can pick up that torch and carry it around with you. The yeah. torch is in your cell. Yes, it is in your cell. Right. It yes. is burning bright. And despite what legends would have you believe, Mary is not afraid of it. Mm. Not like at all? Like 
<laughs> Did she well, back I mean, away if we I, are you going <laughs> <laughs> in a we face spent a good like five minutes sort of testing Mary's yeah. fear of fire? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we waste a lot of time. I want to make that very clear. <laughs> Can we look at the moss? Is the moss sort of dry and t- torchable? Mm. So it's pretty thick. Dry is not how you would describe it. It actually looks very moist in its way. It takes up a large Ugh. portion of this back corner of the floor. It also mm. looks like it's moving slightly. Not like it's alive, even though it, it's <laughs> no, it's moss, so it is Which, alive. But it looks kind of like a sheet waving in a faint breeze, almost. Huh. I mean, maybe it's just you breathing on it, or who knows? Sheet. Moss isn't poisonous, right? I'm gonna jam my sometimes my thick hands into that moss and see if there's any <laughs> anything in there. Yeah, you stick your hands in the moss, and it is super sticky, like way stickier than you expected. So when you pull your hands back, just the whole clumps of the stuff come away with you. Oh, and you can actually see, you assumed there was more floor behind it, but apparently it was covering up a hole. Hey. Not, not, not that smaller one either. Like, you would think that the stone just wore away here, but it must have taken some time, so maybe it was done on purpose. Now, uh, You peel that moss off your hands, by the way, and just like stick it to the walls ah, for nice. decoration. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, so will that hole lead us into the food cell, or will it lead us outside? Or to the rat um, cell. Oh, yes, or to the rat cell. You can climb through if you want, so if you want to go through, uh, it's pretty easy. Jason, I'm happy to hold spacious. the torch if you want to go through the hole. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, well, should we go through the hole or should we keep looking around this room or uh, what do you uh, think? I think I think if a hole's there, you've got to climb through it. I've always believed that. And, All uh, right. Yeah. All right, well, I'm not wearing anything that, uh, that will um, get ruined by some sticky old gross moss so yeah i'll climb through the hole it's good that you say that because the very first line of this action is you get some moss on your pants (laughs) not my pants oh man Um, oh and just and the letter you received from doc bill at the start did specify please come in your best tux so (laughs) sorry (laughs) prom night's ruined for you school students I hope there's dry cleaning in this time. You crawl through the hole, and it's not too hard. You crawl all the way to the other end, and hey, you are in the top cell. All right. With so, what else is in? The, is there anything else that we can see besides the food? All there is in this cell, besides the hole that you just came through. It. You wonder how you didn't notice that part earlier. Ugh. <laughs> um, yeah, there is just this small plate of food over near the door. It's kind of fragrant. Mm. It's just got, it's very classic fantasy story. It's got two chunks of stale bread and a small brick of cheese. Mm. Okay. Well, and there's and nothing uh, strange about the plate or uh, underneath it or anything like that? No, I haven't even specified what it's made of because I don't know that much about the 1500s. Just a plate. Oh, 1500. Oh, oh she's giving out the info. Oh. Didn't I say 16th century like two sentences ago? Maybe. Well, you know, Maybe. 16th century can mean anything if you don't know what a century is. <laughs> it's true. Uh, well, I'll take that food back into the other room. Uh so that you know, right. I'm not gonna just eat it. I, I'll take it. Uh, and there, and oh. is there anything else in this room that I? Nope, that's it. Just right. you and your bread and cheese and moss-filled tuxedo pants. <laughs> Fantastic. So I'll bring the this bread. It's gonna and be a fun one to do in. illustrations for. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, um, well, and I offer yeah. offer some uh, bread and cheese to either of you. Uh, we can feed it. I'll to... take a quick. I'll take a quick bite out of a hunk of bread. You know? All right. Why it's, not? It's rock hard. 
You, I assume you take that as a challenge, though. I'm, I'm going to peg it at the wall to soften it up. First. Okay, understood. <laughs> it lands right in the middle of the moss and just sticks to it. <laughs> sticks to the wall. Oh, nice. Now it's like a salad. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Mary just shakes her head. He goes, no, if the last person in that cell didn't eat it, I feel like there must have been a good reason. That's true. Wow. Maybe we can feed it to our rat friend at some point. That Oh, that's a good idea. Because the other cheese. thing. Yes, the other thing is, um, we have bread and cheese and a flame. We can make a grilled cheese sandwich. We absolutely <laughs> could. That yeah, would be so great. That's just something. All right. I'm not saying we do that straight away, but that's but we keep that in our hat for later. If we find that we haven't used the bread and the cheese later and yeah. the torch is still lit, yeah, let's do it. Can we look at the book that's on the floor? You can't see much about it from here, except it looks, it's quite thick. You're pretty impressed with how it works. Like, <laughs> We're just impressed by the thickness You of it. would not be surprised if it was a thousand pages. Dang. Wow. But you cannot see from here like what its title is or anything much about it. Mm. Okay. Hmm. I mean, should we, you had that idea of uh, using that bread and cheese to lure the rat over. We could give that a go. Okay. Yeah, sure. Why not, you know? Well, as you go over, you take a look at that rat. So it's quite far away in the bottom cell. Mm. It's preoccupied because it's already chewing on something. Oh. oh. You peer through the bars and find yourself a good enough angle to see that it is chomping on the handle of a key. <gasps> mm. That's one of those things you need in a dungeon. It is one of those things you need. Hmm. Yeah. All so we right. got to figure out mm. how to get the rat that, to take that yeah. key. Up to us. Over to us. We could do like a reverse ratatouille where I sit on the rat's head and pull its hairs to make it do what I want. <laughs> Let's try that. <laughs> now, I, I, yeah, I, I just, I'm going to try just speaking to the rat and Ooh. saying, hey, you want, you want to bring that key over here? Anything, <laughs> anything happen? Oh, I've tried that many times. I'm sorry. He either doesn't speak our language or he's just very rude. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Probably the Damn. second one. Well, what do we got? We got the food, which maybe could beckon him over somehow. We got the 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 moss, which is sticky. Oh I don't yeah. Know if we can like. Oh yeah. I, oh know, I don't know. yes. How about this? Like How one of those take... sticky yeah. hands. How about we stick some moss onto the plate near the cheese? Like we put the cheese in the middle, yeah. and then when the rat yeah. and the key comes over to the plate, he'll get stuck on the plate, and then yeah. we. We bring the plate with the stuck rat and the key back on. Or it's fifteen hundred, just... and we just invented the mouse trap. Let's yes, do we... it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you take the plate, you take a little bit of your sticky moss, you put it on the plate right next to the cheese. You rotate mm-hmm. the plate so the ch- so the rat will have to go over the moss to get to the cheese, and you yes. just like push you push it as close to your bars as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we still have a handle on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, the rat's nose twitches oh. and ah! it flicks its little its little head towards you, and its eyes lock onto that cheese. And even though the key is still in its mouth, you can basically see it salivating for it. So without much hesitation, it scuttles towards you, and it jumps on the plate, and it notices that its feet have gotten sticky, and it seems look, it seems more confused than anything else, but it drops the key and decides to start nibbling at a little corner of the cheese. It's a pretty big brick of cheese, so it's going to take an awfully long time to get through it. <laughs> so you, you take this plate, you 
separate the rat from the moss, I guess. Uh, you pick up the rest of the cheese because who knows? You might still want that grilled cheese. Yeah. And you yeah. take the key that the rat dropped. Hell yeah. And Hell the, yeah. Now, once the rat finishes its oh, um, meal that it's got, it just sort of gazes up at you, hopefully. Oh. Well, we've Aww. already gotten what we need from him. <laughs> um, all right. All right. So, well, we got a key. So now we just need to find a keyhole. Is there one in that door? There or are the keyholes on actually all of the cell doors. Uh, however, the key that you have is much too small for the cell doors. Mm. And uh. if you sort of look around for any bigger keys hiding around somewhere, you do not see any sign of one at all. Uh, what about uh, Mary's handcuffs? Mary's handcuffs, if you put the key in them, click open. Hey! No! Yes! Wow, Free all, right. all right, that's step one. Now oh. let's, let's get out of here by any means necessary, I say. Mary, did you have something on your wrists that would be helpful for our puzzle that are now free? Just some sores and blisters. Do they help? Oh, uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> Just for morale, yeah. Now we feel great about <laughs> our, our, our clean wrists. Yeah. You know? <laughs> your exactly. wrists are glorious. <laughs> we, we spend another ten minutes laughing and pointing at our wrists. You've got... No blisters. Yeah. You've got a funny device on your wrist. What's that about? The what? Ha ha ha. All right, I do feel pretty burnt by that. That's pretty rough. <laughs> so, I don't see any key around either. Mm. We have to get out of these cells somehow. Can we squeeze Can... through the bars? Are we emaciated enough? We're little teen boys. <laughs> I don't think so. Damn. Yeah, teen boys were even more emaciated it. back then. Ah, good point. Good point. This is the time <laughs> of emaciation. True. This is uh, it's time. true. <laughs> we and as teen boys, we do say we are teen boys after all. Quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like a it, it's like a catchphrase. Basically. Yeah. I mean, we are teen boys after all. We use the lingo all <laughs> the time. We're teen um, boys with clean wrists, and that's the way we like it. I feel like you're <laughs> mocking my fan fiction. <laughs> uh so what have we got left in this in this cell? We've got the rats still hanging around. We've got the torch, we've got moss, and we've got the bread. And I suppose still a bit of cheese. The rat is, like, grabbing at the corner of your tuxedo pants. <laughs> I'll, throw, I'll mm. take off a teeny little piece of cheese and toss it to the rat just to say thanks, buddy. It just, wherever you've tossed it, it just, like, sprints for it. Mm, and so the, then comes back. It's like a little happy fetch puppy. So the rat oh. goes towards the cheese. Maybe we could get it to fetch us something. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, because we, and we can't see a key anywhere. No. Um, Is there anything else in the? So there's nothing in the food cell anymore. We double check that. Yeah. There's nothing in the. Is there anything else in the rat cell besides the rat and the key? Nope. You have seen it all. Okay. Mm, intriguing. Uh, well. Now we have the torch. Is there anything unusual about the torch? Uh, sh should we uh, put it out for a second and see if any... Or It's got a pretty hearty flame going. It's pretty nice. You quite like the comfort it's giving you. Oh, okay, okay. Well, so sometimes the torch is just a torch. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, what, is the, what does the lock to our door look like? Is, it, is there like a padlock that we could bash with a hard hunk of bread? Uh, interesting that you say that. There is sort of a flimsiness to it by modern standards. Not quite punchable through, though. It's Incredible. a bit too sturdy for that. <laughs> uh, all right, well, you said the bread was as hard as a rock. So. Yeah. You, I think you said it was harder than a lock, actually. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
All right, well, so it's a flimsy lock. That's got to be... I mean, flimsy by modern standards. Oh, yeah, but, you know. I'm, I'm modern a standards man. are I'm a terrible. <laughs> uh, can, we, right. can we take a, a, a page from um, Edgar Allan Poe, The Pit and the Pendulum, and rub some of the cheese on the lock and have the rat gnaw through... It's not a strap necessarily, but it's- <laughs> <laughs> you, you give it a go, and the rat just stands at the door, jumping, trying to reach Aww. it. <laughs> well, at least That's he's occupied. Problem. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we've we've kept him. We've got. Yeah, him, he, this, him that whole time since he was been tugging on my pant leg, and it's been very mm-hmm. uh, distracting. <laughs> so at least now um, he's yeah jumping. Yeah, um, once once we get out of here, we'll have so many options, but we just it's need- just this one thing we got to get through this door. And I'm not going to help you because I think the room's too short. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, okay, so can we oh. can we heat the lock up with the torch? Torch, yeah. Ah, uh, you hold melt- the torch up against it, and I mean it's getting warmer. The cheese that you stuck in there is starting to melt, <laughs> which is great, but it doesn't seem to be doing anything particularly destructive to the lock. No, it's not softening it up. Exactly. Damn. Okay. All right. What if we toast the bread and then it'll be even harder? <laughs> Tell me if I'm if I'm going crazy with this bread stuff, but I reckon I want to something. Is there um, any there's nothing inside the bread that we could like break open and oh, see. Man, that would have been a great idea. <laughs> uh, no, there isn't. It's just bread. It's just classic. classic and now it's crumbs and it's my fault. So much for the bread <laughs> cheese. So right. we have this rat that is a little uh he can do some fetching. Yeah, you can yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, can I uh, can I fang a little piece of cheese through like through the door over to the outside of the cells just to see where the rat goes to get it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You toss a bit of cheese out towards the table, and just like a dog playing fetch, the rat sprints right straight after it, chomps on it happily, and then comes back to you for more. But but mm. how does it get there? Does it just oh, it jumps out of it, it, the rat's skinny enough to fit through the bars okay, of the cell? That's not helpful. I suppose. You're not rat. You're not rat skinny. <laughs> All right. Okay, mm. so is there a way to somehow use the rat and maybe some more of the moss? Maybe what if we put the moss on the little rat paw and then we try to throw the yeah. cheese on the piece of paper so that the rat's paw sticks on the piece of paper and when he comes back to us, he's he's got a piece of paper on his hand and he can't get it off. <laughs> yeah, he could be. Yeah, he could fetch us. He could fetch us stuff from the evidence table. Maybe yeah. not the broom. But yeah, maybe the paper or something in the wooden case. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's. So. So what are we? We're we're covering. We're mossing him up. We're <laughs> yeah. putting him in rat camouflage. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we throw a piece of cheese over to the paper on the table. It's a good thing yeah. you've got this rat so food trained. Uh, it barely flinches when you peel some moss off the wall and drape it all over it. <laughs> it doesn't look comfy, but it thinks you're giving it cheese. Oh. So you toss a little bit of cheese, and your aim is really good. Nice. I mean, you are yes. teen boys after all. Yes, we're <laughs> we teen boys. Teen boys. <laughs> You know and... what they say about throwing? It's all in the wrist. So. <laughs> I would also like to point out for listeners who aren't Australian, uh, for listeners who aren't Australian, uh, Pat has now supplied you with two separate Australian slang terms for throwing quite hard. Uh, he has both fanged a piece of bread and pegged a piece of bread. Oh, yes. I didn't so even in notice. case you were wondering what was going on, uh, in Australia, any word you want pretty much means throw something quite hard. Yeah, it's, it's, hey, it's a we real... We were it's... yeeting before anyone else. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's a real jazz-like language. You, yeah. just, you just use any word. In it's it, all uh, about context. Yeah, yeah. So you throw, you break off a little corner of the cheese and you throw it at the table. Your aim is true. It lands right on the letter. 
and the rat tries to chase it, the table's too tall for it. It can't reach all the way up there. Oh! Rats! It, it, it's a ground hey. rat! Hey! That's where that term came from. We just invented that term! <laughs> oh, Get a patent now and you'll be rich when you go back to the future. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, oh. Man, all right. So that's that one, Dua. How to get out of a locked door without a key. The lock looks flimsy enough that it, it could be maybe destroyed somehow? Or... Yeah, yeah, just not right. by human hands or bread, but exactly. Is the rat uh, an a locksmith that has been turned into a rat by Mary and has the ability to actually be turned back into is... a locksmith? <laughs> it is not a. That locksmith. would be an interesting edit after our playtest. There were lots of changes that got done to this room, mm. and some of Billy's ideas that he had in his head clearly involved real magic being part of the solution, <laughs> <laughs> which um, may have worked in Descent of the Culladins, but, but not, not so in... much this one. So fire won't okay. damage the lock. The hard bread won't damage the lock. If I whack it a few times with the with the handcuffs, that won't damage the lock. No. Um, how else do you damage a lock? What have we got? We got moss. We got torch. A plate, but a plate of nondescript. Yeah, doesn't help. No. Um, yeah. We've got Mary. Um, Does Mary have any hard body parts, like a head? Like a oh, she has a head. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> um, we what have else the. Have we, got? we have the handcuffs. Mm. And you have this helpful rat. We have you do have a helpful rat who fetches. He just couldn't get on the table for evidence. The sword. On the wall. Ah, man! If we only had a tall rat. The gunpowder. Oh, the pot of gunpowder, now... yeah. Oh, oh, if we cover him with moss and then... Right, because I was thinking the pot is too heavy. But if we get him to jump into that pot, he'll be covered in gunpowder. And then we can put then... him into the lock. Rat bomb! <laughs> rat bomb! Rat bomb! Rat all right, bomb, we got this. Bomb. We are team boys. Cover him in moss. This is the kind of thing that occurs yes. to a teen boy. Yes, the teen boys are all psychopaths. Um, <laughs> we throw a hunk of cheese in the pot of gunpowder. We cover the rat with fresh moss. Only the freshest, the, only the finest, just like mama used to make. And we, we throw the cheese in the pot and what happens? The rat gleefully runs towards them and makes a flying leap into that pot. And yes! You, you hear a little rat sneeze. Rat sneeze! Oh, cute! And then he comes bouncing back out, gunpowder-covered cheese in his mouth, and he shakes his body a bit to get rid of the powder all over him, but the moss means a good deal of it does not come off. So it's got a very sticky powder coat. Once it finishes the cheese, it comes happily back to you for more. Okay. Doesn't look that happy about its powdery moss coat, so it starts sort of scratching it. So right. give it a helping oh, hand, rats. and you now have a blob of gunpowder moss. Okay. Uh, okay, oh, so okay. we do help it. Because I was going to say, I didn't want to, but I'm willing to get out of this cell by any means necessary. But that's <laughs> I, know, okay, I was about to start apologizing is... to the rat and thanking it for his <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. sacrifice. This never would have happened I, back good. when I was a we human locksmith. <laughs> yes, awesome. Yep. So, so let's put some of that gunpowder moss in the lock and then uh, yeah. light it. Yeah. Stand back and then yes. light it. <laughs> stand behind Mary and light it. <laughs> yeah, you scoop up the glob. She's so not afraid of fire. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you scoop up this glob of gunpowder moss and squish it into your cell door's lock. Next, you take the torch and you stand as far back as possible, hold the flame right up against the lot, waiting to see if the powder will catch. And it does. And I watch YouTube videos of this happening. It does not explode with a bang. It sizzles and just burns and catches a light. No. 
And a crackly oh. sort of noise comes from inside the lock, and once the flame burns out, you see that you have successfully broken it, and the cell door will open. Oh, thank yeah. God. Oh, yes, and the rat survives to live another day. Yeah, the rat, the rat lived. Mary's scars will heal in time. And, yes. Uh, we can, <laughs> we're doing, we can go okay, look so at far. all the... We can look at all the cool stuff now, thank God. Hey, it's me, Farmer McClegg. You know, from season three of Escape This Podcast. You know the hardest part about being an egg farmer? You know, besides the feeding them and cleaning after them and all of that? The statistics of which hens are laying the best eggs. The statistics, if you will. That's bad. I won't do that again. (laughs) I gotta keep track of which hens are grouping together most often, in which rooms they're having the most success laying their eggs, which days they're laying eggs, what time of day, whether they've laid eggs before. So I looked for some software to keep track of all this, and what I found instead was this buzz shot. Yeah, apparently it's designed for, like, escape rooms. Whatever that is. I'm an old man. I don't understand what escape rooms are, but I do know eggs. It turned out it was very transferable. So if you're like me, and you've got an enterprise, eggs, escape rooms, you got to get Buzzshot. I hacked the system, and I got a code so I could get 80% off my first month. The way I did that was I went to buzzshot.co slash escape this podcast. Go get escape this. Get, go get it. Go get That's it. That's Buzzshot. Buzzshot. Do it. Yes. All right. So let's uh, let's go over to that table of evidence because I really do want to mm. look at see uh, what what our friend has been up to. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So now you can see a bit more clearly on this table the evidence against Mary. So there was indeed a broom. The plate that you saw it's covered in like gray ashes. Hmm. The paper that you saw was a folded letter, and that case you can see it contains eight dolls. Ooh. Eight dolls. What do the dolls look like? Are they all the same? Or are they? They're all a bit different. Each one is rough and handcrafted, obviously, and each one has a pin sticking out of it. Ooh, okay. voodoo dolls. Various places. Right. And where? Where are? What are those various places? Do you mind? Uh... Um. All right. So the first one, just going from left to right, uh, it's got a pin straight through its cheek. Mm-hmm. All right. The next one through its stomach. Mm-hmm. Then the hand. Then the knee. Mm-hmm. Then one foot. Then one that's going through both feet, sticking them together. Ooh. One through the ear. And mm-hmm. have I said mouth yet? I don't think I've said mouth. No. Cool. One through okay. the mouth. Okay. So we got... Cheek, stomach, hand, knee, foot, both feet, ear, mouth. Yeah, that's right. Nice, what I got. Was that eight? I think that was eight. That was eight. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> that was eight. Okay. I did like, I was watching, I was watching Pat take these notes and he wrote, number one, right. pin in cheek. And I thought, oh, that's, that's going to be a lot of writing. That's not going to last. Number two, pin stomach. Number three, hand. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm nothing if not, I'm nothing if not adaptable. I'm like uh, Darwin from the hit film X-Men First Class. <laughs> Now, there's actually one more thing about this. Uh, pick a random doll and pick it up to have a closer look at it still. I gotta pick uh, pin cheek. You take a look at the pin cheek, and you see that there's a small blood red splotch on it that looks... Okay, this is weird because it's a splotch, but it kind of looks like a tick or a check. Oh, oh. right. 
So there's a tick on that doll. Do they all have ticks on them? You take a look at some of the others, and some do, some don't. Ah. Um, ah. They all have a red splotch, in fact. Right. But they do not all look the same. Okay, so the one for the cheek hmm. is a tick. Mm-hmm. What's the one for the stomach? It looks more like a cross. Cross. Hand. Cross. Cross. Knee. Tick. Tick. Uh, foot. Cross. Cross. Both feet. Tick. Tick. Ear. Okay, the ear is a bit Uh-oh. funny. You can't quite tell. Mm. Okay, I'll put a question mark. Yeah, it looks just a bit more blotchy than the rest. Um, and, and the mouth? A cross. Cross. And just to okay. be completely clear, uh, <clears throat> yes, a tick is like a, a check mark. mark. Like check mark. A, yeah. Not like a, a, a blood sucking insect. That can exactly. Be well. Oh, i got to redo all my notes. <laughs> but the cross is still that our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ passed away on, correct? No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so that, okay, so, and then can we read the letter and uh, see, yeah, maybe it has something to do with the Absolutely. Doll? You unfold the letter. The handwriting isn't messy in it, but it's very different from what you're used to, so it takes you a bit of time. Apparently handwriting changes in 500 years. Who oh, knew? Whatever. It says... Um, actually, Billy, do you want to read, yeah, it? I can read it? You can put on a voice. Uh, oh, I- I'm a person. Here. <clears throat> this is a Scottish man, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, wonderful. Great. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> My Jen. I know it goes against your deepest wishes, but I will sort this out. We must get to the bottom of whoever is leaving these dolls, with violence if necessary. I hope the messenger reading this to you makes it clear how regretful I am that I must work against your beliefs. I'm leaving the security here in your hands. I can't be in charge of the locks when there's every chance the witches will come after me mind. Your knight, Sean. So, knight was in inverted commas. A nickname. Now, there's actually something else disturbing about this letter. In the first paragraph, there are three parts underlined. The words sort, the words must get, and the word dolls. But, of course, that wouldn't be too creepy. They appear to be underlined in blood. Oh. Mary shrugs and she says, I I don't know why they think that this counts as evidence against me. I think that they believe I put that blood there as part of some ritual. But again, I can't read, so I don't know what they thought I was trying to do. Now, Mm. immediately, what occurred to me is that sword must get and dolls sounds like sword musket dolls yes so i agree if there's if there's some kind of ritual we need to do uh we need to get that sword and musket off the wall do they come off the wall uh which one do you want Uh oh uh oh uh let's do let's take the sword (laughs) off the wall first it's just because i've got them written as separate objects it's not a huge choice that will (laughs) define everything you take the sword oh now the room can never be finished (laughs) stuck forever (laughs) no (laughs) <laughs> the sword, it's beautiful It shines even in this dim light And it does come off the wall pretty easily um, When you give it a nice look in your hands It's pretty heavy You notice that on one side of the handle The number 1100 has been written in thick gold filigree Is that in letters or, or, or numbers? Numbers 1100 mm-hmm. Maybe it was like mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe it's like the 1100th sword that the person who made it Jeez, ever that's made. That's a hard-working smithy. Yeah. Well, what also happens when you take it off, uh, something actually 
falls off the hilt to the ground. There was yeah. a small note sitting on it. Oh. Oh, that's um, really... It's much shorter than the letter on the table. This one just says, Only my best work for the Knight of Kilkirk, your friend Stephen M. So you suppose that's the blacksmith. Um, that explains why this note is like all kinds of filthy. It's got grey black spots all over the edges. I mean, he doesn't have clean wrists like yours. No, no. <laughs> He's a blacksmith. That was Stephen M? Yes, Stephen M. Stephen M. Okay. Well, yeah, that's intriguing. Maybe the 1100 will have something to do with like the ticks and crosses of the dolls. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I um, think. So. Uh, so let's look at the musket for now. Hmm. You've only seen guns like this in museums, and they're usually in various stages of rot or rust at that point. Oh, not so much this one. It is shiny. It might have never been used by the looks of it. Uh, only the best for the town jailer, Sean McSomething, after all. Mm. You can also take this one down and take a look at it. It's kind of bulky. Seems like it would be difficult to use. Uh, but even though you've got gunpowder, you don't actually have any shots for it. So oh, it's right. not going to okay. be able to do much. Right. Um, so you just admire it for a bit and you turn it over in your hands and inked into the butt of the gun, there's the letter K. Hmm. Maybe. K. I mean, maybe that's because he's the Knight of Kilkirk. Yeah, that's ah. K. Three, three Ks. Oh, true. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Gosh, oh, my gosh. What are you trying to... Uh. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> um, no note or anything yep. falls off of this thing. No. Okay. And then the sword, 1100. And a note from Stephen M to the knight. Well, shall we just keep looking around at all this new stuff? Maybe check the book out? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yes. All right. Sure. Got like yeah. a whole new escape room to play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Took us long enough to get out of the cell. Let's see how this is. It's so stuck. <laughs> All right. In thick gold font, the cover of this book says Kilkirk Citizenry. Flipping it open, you see that each page, which is numbered with a Roman numeral, contains details about a resident of the village. Nothing terribly invasive. It just seems sort of like a births, deaths, marriages database and a bit of a police report log as well. So you can see some obvious public details about anyone who lives here. So, so yeah. this book doesn't have more than 1,100 pages, does it? Oh, ooh, ooh, uh, It looks very much like you do, and you flip to the end, and yeah, the Roman numerals actually go past that. Well, okay. yeah, good good hmm. instinct. Shall we check page 1,100? M- oh. What was that? M- uh, MC? Oh, right. MC. You check that out, and... Oh, oh yeah, Mick. Mick. Well, Mick, yeah, who knows? something! <laughs> Maybe that's why they inscribed it with 1,100, because everyone in the village is called Muck. Yeah. <laughs> um, you check. Page 1,100 doesn't seem like an interesting person. Ah, okay. Yeah, right. Sorry to um, that person. It says, Dr. Emmett Bill. <gasps> oh! Uh, he's alive! He's alive! Uh, all right, well, I mean... Mary O'Neill won't be in this book, will she, as she's not a Kilkea resident? Oh, well, I've been a resident for uh, for some amount of time, so oh, it's possible. Oh. I'd be surprised if they had my birth in there, but you never know. Well, can I... Should we take a look? Is it alphabetical? Can I look up Mary yeah. O'Neill? Yeah, she's the last page in the book because she's the only non-Muck. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. So, yes, it's a bit more sparse than some of the other pages you've seen because there's no birth date, no marriage listing, no other stuff. It does have one very nasty paragraph about the accusations against her. Ooh. 
So, apparently Jan, Sean's wife, gave an impassioned speech about weapon control that touched all of the villagers. You might be sensing a bit of bias because her husband obviously wrote this. And Jen received a package anonymously that contained a poppet doll with a pin stuck through its mouth, which mm. they took as a warning for Jen to silence herself. And when she refused, okay, little gruesome, in the middle of the night, Sean was patrolling, someone broke into their residence, and cut out her tongue. Ugh. Clear mm. sign of witchcraft. And they've even got a supposed motive written below that just says, Evil beings attempt to strike down righteous humans. Evil That's beings. true, they do. Okay. Mary, is any of this true? Of course not. Hmm. I, I don't know what else you want me to say. Just no. <laughs> I didn't do anything like this. I mean, we're, we're looking. The, the very husband of this woman owns at least a sword and a rifle. So yeah. this weapons control stuff might have caused some a bit of marital disharmony, if you know what I'm, you know. Well, uh, uh, I, from, I think Sean. I think Sean might be. From what you read aloud to me in the letter, he was definitely mentioning it. It sounded like he was a bit sorry. Yes, he did say something along those lines, uh, yes. didn't he? <laughs> yeah. um, if our resident Scotsman can come back and I can always reread the letter you. if you need it. Yes, no, reread yeah. re the letter one more time. Yeah, Very go quickly. ahead and. My Jen, I know it goes against your deepest wishes, but I will sort this out. We must get to the bottom of whoever is leaving these dolls, with violets if necessary. I hope the messenger reading this to you makes it clear how regretful I am that I must work against your beliefs. I'm oh, leaving right. the security here in your hands. I can't be in charge of the locks when there's every chance the witches will come after me mind. Oh hi, your knight, Sean. Oh hi. Mm -hmm. Alright, okay. Um, uh... On a side note, can I check that book for a uh, Sean McKnight? Sean McKnight? Yeah. Um, does not show up. You do find one Sean in there. Yeah. yeah not, not the commonest name around here. Uh, it's Sean McBride. Sean is what it ends up being. And you find him, and as far as you can tell, yeah, that seems like a fair age and everything for the jailer, and it does say that this person is married to a Jen. All right. Uh, he doesn't have any crimes listed against his name as having committed them. He is listed as the victim a couple of times in minor squabbles and things like that, which mm. he supposes is only fair. Yeah, right. Okay. Should we look up Jen McBride? Yeah, why not? Cool. Uh, she is still, she's still listed. She was married to the jailer Sean McBride. She's got her name before marriage. Jen McTague is in there. And for a 16th century woman in a small village, surprising amount of voice. So no crimes listed against her name as having committed them, but uh, she has received no small amount of anonymous harassment for her crusade to ban weaponry for recreational owners. Uh, like, you know, giving speeches about how children are hurting themselves with their parents' swords, uh, improper <laughs> gun maintenance is leading to them backfiring. She just wants regulations put in place. Yeah, and well. it was shortly after her last speech that she started being targeted. And you can see it's cross-referenced to Mary O'Neill's page. Yes. Okay. Then it's the, the, the other possible culprit is this Stephen M. that sent Yes. Because uh, he's <clears> a sword maker. To... Yes, he is a he's, sword he's maker. He's very he, livelihood. He would not uh, like what uh, Jen was saying. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Can we you look have at a flick through. Yeah, oh. you have a flick through uh, for Stephen. And annoyingly, it seems like there are a few Stevens in town. 
Uh, mm. Everyone here is a mix something. None of these Stevens that you can find, though, have any crimes listed against their names. All right. Mm. All right. Well, maybe there's some way we can find out his, uh, his last name. Um, well, I suppose can the I... only thing that we haven't... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, go. go. I was go. just going to say, uh, can I look through the window? See if oh, there's yes. anything... So this window, well, it's small, first of all. It's way too small for you to, like, get through. Maybe right. if it was open, you could stick your head through. The thing is, it's shut, and not only that, it's barred. And keeping it shut is a combination lock with mm. five letter spaces. Five. Ah. There are five, okay, and there are, there are five dolls that have crosses on them. And uh, one of them was the mouth, which is what the doll that Jen got. Uh, I've only got four dolls with crosses on them, and then one with a mysterious mark. Right? Oh yes, yes, you're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. Sorry. Yes. Absolutely. Ear had a indeterminate mark. Yeah. Uh, yes. Right. Okay. So all right, but there couldn't possibly be five checks. I guess is what a uh, ticks. Yes. Um, yes. True. True. Because there's only three ticks. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh. Uh, hmm. And and in the the lock on the door. Is there anything uh, suspicious about the door? Um. Or anything that sticks out when observing the door? The door is pretty plain. As far as you can see, it doesn't even look like it has a normal lock on it. But when you try to open it, it won't move. Feels more like it's being barred from the outside. Ah, right. Mm. Maybe that's something once we've got the window open, we can clear whatever's barring it. Ah, I see. Yes. Okay. Yeah, who knows? Is there anything else, uh, like, can I rifle around? That sword, That I mean, the, the note that, that came out of the sword was all splotchy and dusty. Mm. Uh, maybe there was something. Is there anything else in the pot of gunpowder? Uh, if I rifle my fingers through there, or... Anything on there the pot is itself? Not again. Okay. We discussed hiding the note in there, but then we figured logically that might make it unreadable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can we maybe look at the 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 plate of ashes or the the, the Ooh, plate yeah. of yeah. Yeah. So to you, it just looks like a plate covered in gray white fireplace ashes. And Mary rolls her eyes and she says, okay, let me explain. So apparently these were found all over the floor at the scene of the crime. So they put them on a kitchen plate and called it evidence. And they said it was witchcraft residue. Isn't that ridiculous? Well, I don't know. Let's, let's wait and look at all oh, the facts. Come now. on. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, and the broom. Is there anything noticeable yes. about the broom? Looks like a pretty standard old broom. It's dirty, obviously recently used. And Mary just goes, ugh. Yeah, they brought, this is my broom. They brought my broom as evidence that I'm a witch, as if ordinary folks don't own brooms. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And when's the last time you took the broom to the, the general store? And uh, rode when, it? when it stopped <gasps> flying. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, let's catch her out. There's one thing I'm so- <laughs> There's one thing I'm certain of at this point. Mary is our enemy, and we must do everything to... Let's face it, that's not Um, unlike me. (laughs) Okay, so, huh. So the K of them... Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 the K. I I was just thinking, if we're working with the, the... That idea that the dolls, that the ticks mean something to do with the letter combination, uh, because there's, there's... Sorry, sorry, that the crosses do. Yes. Um... Maybe. So what? Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I wonder what that. Maybe if there's a letter from a letter from each one or something. Well, and also we, we the 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 sword musket dolls. Like there has to be like. Yes. Yes. Sword musket. Sword dolls, yeah. musket dolls. I, the, 
um, I, not that that's to do with the five letter combination, but I feel like that has oh. to be some kind of. Oh, well, there's three dolls with ticks. So if it's one for sword, one for musket, three for dolls, that would be the. F- oh, wait. Yeah, that would be five letters in a combination. Oh, oh yes. So, so, for example, the musket would be a K. The sword has the 1100. That might have something to do with it, or possibly the note. Uh, and mm-hmm. then the dolls would be the three ones with ticks. Yeah, that's true. That that might be that could be something. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I like it. Um, but how do we get how do we get one thousand one hundred down to one? Uh, if I what what name is on that page? If I open it up to one one zero zero. Um, Kelfatrick McConatrick. Right, that seemed made up, so I don't think that's the. Uh, okay, that's yeah, the, I think, uh, uh, Angus yeah. McLeod from North Town. <laughs> that's what I went with last time. <laughs> North Orland. I'm from North Kilttown. Uh, uh, our Patreon donors who listen to the playtest are just going to get that again. joke too many times. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, yeah, gosh, the one one zero zero could be MC in 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 uh, Roman numerals, but that's two letters. Oh um, yeah, yeah. There's also only my best work for the Knight of Kilkirk by Stephen M. Okay, that was what was on the dirty note that fell out of the sword that fell out of the hilt mm. sword. Um. Right. So, yeah, if we can distill the sword down to a letter. The combination lock is, is uh, the lock has numbers on it or letters on it? Uh, just five letters. letters. Five letters. Okay. So yeah, maybe yeah, it's yeah. the 11th letter. Oh, yeah. Oh, or the 1100th letter. Or the 1100th letter. <laughs> if you go through What's the a, alphabet. It's K again. Oh, it's K. <laughs> it oh, is K. K. Oh, well, amazing. K is the 11th letter. <laughs> okay. So um, K K. Oh no! Not oh, again! No. Oh, you guys, what is your? You can't escape it. What have you done, Daddy? Uh, okay. I mean, let's let's go K K, and then. So you got... know how there's that rule in design where if one person sees a swastika in your design, you have to change it. <laughs> yeah, this is the equivalent. Yeah, this is this is. Um, and then we've got cheek, knee, both feet. All right, so the now the dolls, the 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 splotches on the dolls are the check marks and the yes. crosses. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Can we ask Mary what she thinks about these dolls and if she knows anything? Where did, did she, or these are all just things that were found in the crime crime scene that she supposedly knows nothing about. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, from what I understand, from what you've read to me, it seems like the mouth one came from this crime scene. The others. I don't know, maybe this is just part of an ongoing witchcraft problem that they've had. Or maybe whoever was terrorizing Jen had beef with other people as well and nobody knew how to find it. Who knows? Nice. Um, I, I wish I had the handicraft skills to be able to make these. They're quite pretty. They are yes. But, yes, I'm not sure. So you were talking about distilling. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> the The sword... Down to one letter. Yes, we were, mm-hmm. Mary. What's your take on that? Well, I mean, how do you know that that's the thing to distill down? Say, why not the dolls? What, like, why do they have ah. to be three? Yes, may- maybe the dolls don't represent three, sorry, three letters. Three letters. Maybe three the dolls letters. don't represent three letters. Maybe they represent some other number of letters. My name's Mary O'Neill. Yeah, maybe maybe the dolls will give us all oh. five. Or... Well, well, yeah. Here's here's a thing. Uh, the only three that have check marks, tick marks, ticks. Uh, yeah. All good. Oh, have e's. Two e's. 
Yes, right, in their, right, right. Uh, in the word. Cheek, oh, knee, good. feet. Yes, yes, so, not foot, but feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So. Um, and then E has a question mark. Because maybe because yes, it has one E. Because none of the others have any E's. Ah, uh, yes, exactly. Okay, nice. so. Well, that's nice. <laughs> All right, Mary. Go back in your corner. We're doing puzzles here. Um, Again, this is all news to me because I can't read. In oh, fact, um, perhaps whoever is trying to leave a secret message to you isn't 100% the best at reading either. Oh, okay. Right. So, sword, musket, eels. M-C-A... McKee? <laughs> oh! McKee, M-C-K-E-E, if I put that into the combination lock? Yeah. Put that into the combination lock, and it opens. Oh! Hey! Oh, oh Jason, you saved us. I was <laughs> so <laughs> lost in the dolls. No, I was lost in the dolls, too. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. We did it. Oh, I was very embarrassed. I sweating. I take, take your dunce hat off and put it straight on me, for real. <laughs> but now... Oh, right. Now neither well, of that's us... Progress. We've we've uh, we've made it, and as teen boys, yes, we yeah. would both get tick marks as well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we are oh. teens. So um, what was that? Home. What on earth did you just put in McKee? McKee. Does that name mean anything to you, uh, Mary, my dear? Uh, not off the top <laughs> of my head, you person who may be younger than me. I've but... gone from I've gone from teen boy to some kind of Bill Sykes and Fagin <laughs> stuck together, <laughs> my dear. <laughs> But uh, there is certainly a place in here that I believe you readers can find names. Yes, uh, we yes. should. Uh, well, does the so the lock opens on the window? Can we open the window now? You can open the window now. Yes. Okay, well, great. while we look through there first. Yep. Uh, okay. So again, it's pretty breeze. small. You can sort of stick your head out, and you can indeed see that there is some sort of bar sitting over the door. Okay. It just looks like it's been sort of placed there, okay, not right. nailed on or anything. We can get the rat to take care of that. Yes. Um, I always forget that if you're ever trying to open m my lock, you just need my key. Yes, <laughs> of I'm so good at this. There, there, wa there was another key in the room. Um, all right, uh, well. All uh, right, so should we look in the book for uh, McKee or maybe Stephen exactly, McKee yes. or, or just McKee? Yeah, I was thinking it could be Stephen's last name as well, but yeah, McKee. Yeah. There is a family of McKees in town, including one of the Stevens. Uh, AKA oh. the uh, What does it say? Uh, it just has some notes about a human, like I said. No crimes listed against his name or anything. Right, right. Uh, if it does turn out to be the same Stephen as the blacksmith, makes sense to you. It doesn't specifically say his career in there, okay, but okay. seems believable. It's not like he's a five-year-old or anything. So now we maybe need to figure out, oh, can we use the the broom to knock the bar off the door from the window? The broom is a very good shape for this. You, mm -hmm. uh, you, it's a bit of a funny angle, but you maneuver the broom towards the bar over the door through the window, and with a strong push, you flick it and it flies right off and All lands right. a few feet away. All right, nice. Well, we've we've got our avenue of escape. We mm. just hopefully need to exonerate uh, which, witchy, which... which Screw lady. that. Let's just get out of here. Okay, yeah. deal. <laughs> uh, the door swings us. open. Yeah, the door swings open outwards. And bring the rat, too. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> he, he pulled his way. We'll give him a nice bath yeah. at home. The smell of freedom hits you. It smells like fresh air and farm animals. And Mary O'Neill gives a small cheer as you step out. Woo 
when a man steps out from behind a building and she oh, no. freezes. <gasps> She's frozen. Oh, oh what spell? That's that's Sean McSomething. Uh, old Sean McBride. Sean walks towards you, tall and glowering. He doesn't look armed, but by the looks of him, he doesn't need to be. <gasps> How oh. dare you? I don't know who you are, but you have done the unforgivable. Releasing a witch. A witch who has caused irreparable harm to my family. Explain yourselves before I sentence you here and now. You get the feeling he doesn't want to hear about your time travel, but um, since that's the truth, that's all you can think about, you struggle to find words for a minute, and then Mary says, Well, they did it because I'm innocent. Like I keep telling you, it wasn't me. Oh, no. Prove it. Gladly. Gladly. And I, yeah. All right, Sir. go ahead, please. <laughs> Jason, you start us off. <laughs> Hello, sir. The word we... crime is defined. <laughs> we are what are you? What are you two boys. clean-wristed teen boys going to tell me about <laughs> witches? <laughs> sir, we are but time travelers. Um... <laughs> but simple time traveling folk. <laughs> uh... Um, let's see. I okay. Our theory is that uh, your old pal Stephen. Yeah. Stephen McKee. Steve McKee, yeah. the blacksmith. Yes. Yes. He did uh, not want your wife to keep on talking about weapons and swords because it would have affected his livelihood. So in yes. order to frame <laughs> Mary and to silence your wife, he made a doll. Cut out oh. her tongue. But, but it's what we like to call motive, Mr. Yeah. McBride. Why wouldn't why wouldn't my wife have told me? Well, I mean, obviously she can't tell me anymore, but surely she would have indicated somehow. Oh, didn't she? Let me direct your attention to some I don't know why I'm doing a Scottish accent kind of that. <laughs> it's very it's very good. it's it's contagious. Scottish is much harder than Irish. You just gotta <laughs> believe in yourself. Uh let me direct your attention to these dolls. What? Yes. <laughs> Notice that the pattern in the dolls indicates <laughs> double E. Aye. For McKee. Well, that's the last two letters of McKee, I suppose. Yes. But why does that indicate McKee? Well, in the because... note that you yourself wrote, uh, you put in sword, musket, doll. Oh. She underlined sword, musket, and doll. She, she was in charge of the security them. and she put, I just yes. remembered, I'm remembering this as I go. She was in charge of security. And what is the combination on this lock? McKee. McBride. Well, oh, maybe it was oh. just a great pun. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he's good. Damn, he's good. Your wife was amazing. <clears throat> but also so, she was pointing to her murder. Yes. So Any Jen set up the locks. And if the code to open the window was McKee, it was probably a message to me. Yes. yes. Well, how to make me. To make me. How could I have missed her trying to tell me this all this time? Sir, so, I mean, he looks like he believes you. Are you, are yes. you free to go? Wait, wait, wait. I need definite proof. Something that ties him to the scene. Uh, Did you find anything? I was really hoping he wouldn't say that. Uh, uh, yes, uh, yes, yes, I do. Yes, yes we do. The yes. note, yes. the note that he yes. put on the musket was yes. splotchy and dirty because same... it was those ashes yes. that are on the plate that also... That was Blacksmith oh! Forge ashes. Blacksmith Forge ashes. Blacksmith Forge ashes. Yes! Exactly. Sean's, Sean's body stiffens with resolve and he nods. Right. <laughs> You'd best get out of here. Leave Kilkirk. It may not be safe. I'm sorry. 
He walks into the jail. You wonder if he's retrieving his musket before heading to the blacksmiths, but you aren't going to stay to find out. You've done your job. In fact, your watches are starting to beep, and huh? Doc Bill told you before you left that this means you'll be transported back very soon to the present. But what about Mary? Well, she brushes off your concern with a wave of the hand. Oh, it won't be a problem. I'm used to traveling. Scotland may not have worked out for me, but I'll try somewhere else. I have distant family on the mainland. I'll go there. Do you think Sean will find it suspicious if I bring my broom? Well, um, fare but- thee well, wit- real witches, and I won't say a word about you, don't worry. You don't even try to hide from Mary when you feel yourself starting to vanish. She saw you appear, and she doesn't really seem all that bothered. And why couldn't everyone back in these times be so chill about things that are so inexplicable they look kind of like magic? Hell yeah. Seriously, Mary's uh, awesome. After a moment of swirling through a black, headache-inducing vortex, you're back in the machine in Doc Bill's lab. What Ooh. happened? Where and when were you? And what did Greg do there? You explain everything that happened to you, and the Doc frowns. So, so he... <laughs> Doc frowns? He put this Mary girl in the wrong place at the wrong time? Or, or was he this Stephen McKean person? Oh, that he couldn't fool a whole town for that long, and, and why would he? This is most likely still a big mistake, but I'm starting to wonder if... If there's some way that he's doing this on purpose... Uh, until he returns, I suppose there's no way to know for sure. All we can do is try to erase his changes before... Before... Before I don't know. 